Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Uh, this is Mark in the Morning from Magic 96.7 Radio Station. Who am I speaking with? Oh my God, Julian's Mark in the Morning! Oh my God! Hold on. Okay, um, put on the speakerphone. Oh my God, Mark in the Morning. Hi, um, hi Mark, um, I- I'm Carla. Uh, Carla Wilson? Well, Carla, what are you doing at home on the long 4th of July weekend? <laughs> uh, well, um, I'm actually in school. Well, how would you like to really win hard. a Magic 96.7 quickie getaway? Hell yeah! Oh my God! Well, I remember your geography, Carla, because all you have to do to win is tell me the capital of Brazil. Okay, uh, B- Brazil. Um, the capital of Brazil. Come uh, on, Carla. Uh, when is the question? One great getaway. Um, okay. Carla, we uh, need an answer. No, uh, we're looking it up. Okay. Okay, Carla. Okay, five seconds. Uh, Four. Rio. Three. Three. Rio. Uh, okay, uh, Rio de Janeiro. Oh, no. Did you say Rio? No. Yes? Yes. You. Just yes. Yes. Magic 96.7. Yes. 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 Few movies take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it's the 4th of July once again, and let's face it, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably enjoy the occasional slasher flick. And the only thing better than a good slasher movie is a good slasher sequel. Because you can just get past all that pesky character development and get right to the part where Jennifer Love Hewitt yells at nobody once again. As tonight, the dolls discuss 1998's. I still know what you did last summer. And now, the Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. Hi guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And Jamie, guess what? What? It's 4th of July. You know what that oh, means. I think I do. That means it's the fisherman's holiday. It and that means <laughs> we have Clark Felix back. Woo! Yay! <laughs> you still can't get rid of me. <laughs> never. never. <laughs> Would never want to. Ever. <laughs> I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> yeah. So we're continuing what we started last 4th of July. With what did I call it? The fisherman's holiday of men wearing sweaters? I don't remember. Something like that. Sweaters was in the name. I remember that. Was it really? Yes. yes. <laughs> Sweater wearing men. I don't remember. Um, exactly. It was a mouthful. Um, so we are continuing from last holiday with I Still Know What You Did Last Summer from 1998. Yep. All right. Clark. When's yes. the first time you've seen this movie? Uh, I saw it the first week it came out. Um, I remember only specifically because it was the last movie I saw with my mother back when I liked her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that statement. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, Halloween 6 was it for me. <laughs> I don't All think right, I've ever Jamie. been to the theater with my dad, so that's 
weird thing there. I've yeah. been to the theater with my dad, but like as a kid, going to see the Flintstones or something like that, you know. My dad was yeah. big on like recording or like um, getting VHSs and then dubbing them over because he had the double recorder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Remember yeah, those I, days? I don't think I've ever gotten to watch a movie with just my like at, just my dad at the theater, like as a group, you know, with like my brother right. and whatever. But I don't think I've just yeah. gone to see a movie with him. But we we rent it. He's the one who showed me American Werewolf in London for the first time. Right. Nice. That was on TV. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Right, but it was a conscious choice. Hey, watch this girl. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, Pops. All right. <laughs> what about you, Miss Jamie? Oh, you know, um, I saw this. It, it took me a little bit. Obviously, I saw like, you know, I know what you did last summer after it had already been out for a bit, just uh-huh. since I'm such a baby. Um, but I think that with I still know what you did last summer. It took me like a couple years. It, it took me like a little bit longer to watch that one. So I don't I don't actually remember the first time I saw it very well. It wasn't like a super like memorable like there was friends and we had fisherman hooks or something. I don't really remember totally, but it came a little bit later after I had seen the first one. <laughs> there were friends. We had fisherman's hooks or something. No. Um, yeah, there was confetti, you know, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't anything like that. <laughs> right. I, I, I kind of remember watching this for the first time. Um, it was a rental. Or maybe it was, it wasn't a rental. It was like on, on cable. So it was when it went on Showtime or something like that. And um, I missed it in the theater. 98, I was busy that year. I was skating that year. So I wasn't really doing um, much extracurricular that didn't include going home. Like I'd watch videos at home, but as far as going out and doing things, wasn't, wasn't a thing. So um, yeah, I definitely saw this one on cable probably one to two years after it came out i was dying to see it when it did come out i was so excited i loved the first one um of course big fan of lois duncan in general so that little tie-in was great for me even though the first one has very little to do with the book um so i was so excited (laughs) right yeah Yeah, i mean not the same but we talked about why it wouldn't have worked as a movie because i mean you in the book, you know that you don't know the twist. In the movie, if you see the twist, you know the twist, right? Yeah. Um, right. So, uh, yes, but here's here's a funny story. Um, I was so wanting to see this movie, and I had so little time to go see this movie. I remember buying the novel, um, you know, that's basically almost a script in novel form, you know, mm-hmm. that they put okay. out of this at Walmart when they released it so i could at least read the story um that's fun yeah on my breaks so that's actually my first experience with this is reading the novella of it oh they're pretty close too aren't they they might like add a little bit more but for the most part they don't stray away no it is word for word it is basically reading the script with in novel form so it's not script form you have your descriptions as if it were a novel but okay. it's it is word for word, um, pretty oh. much. And I did a lot of movies like that. I remember doing My Girl like that, um, oh. in several several um, movies when they were making the novels after the movie of the actual movie. So 
yeah, that was my first experience, and then I saw it. And so it was really, it was really interesting um, journey for me on this one. Definitely, that's kind of fun that you like read the movie before you yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah, I read the movie before <laughs> I watched it. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So for those of you who have not seen, I still know what you did last summer from 1998. Here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A fisherman has returned to stock Julie, Ray, and company over the next 4th of July weekend at a posh island resort. Ooh, posh. Except it's off-season, so... It's more like scary Off spice season. than posh spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It stars, once again, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr. We have Brandy joining the cast, and Mikai Pfeiffer, Bill Cobbs, Matthew Settle, and Jeffrey Combs. Uh, written by Trey Calloway and directed by Danny Cannon, who also did Judge Dredd, by the way. <laughs> I don't, think I've I seen don't know that. if I've seen that. Uh-uh. Wait, what? I no. Oh, you y'all are babies. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of it, Judge Dredd. Is that it? Yeah, it's not horror, Ooh. but it's it's Ooh. a classic. Come on. Okay. Producer Jesse was giving it the thumbs up. Come on. It's gotta be good. Jesse. Oh yeah. See, we're the old ones in this group and they're the they're the babies. Yeah, it's your homework this week, guys. Such All right, babies. Writing it down. Like we're back still in born days. in the nineteens. Yes. I was gonna say back in the days of just shameless Sylvester Stallone action movies, it is it's it's just uh -huh. a delightful, uh -huh. delightful movie. It's kind of on par with Demolition Man, but in a different way. Like it's okay. but it's that same kind of right. like whatever like you just watch you're just like sure yeah. like that's this is happening <laughs> this is gonna happen and we're going okay. with it it is jesse said it perfectly it is delightful um i cannot believe you guys have at least like don't even know about this like what <laughs> oh man okay i know I'm really serious I know, oh, I know that the one. Video store, come on! I, you could have rented this. <laughs> wow! All right, guys, that's your homework okay. for the week. Judge I'm gonna Dredd. have to do it. I've yeah, I've I'm never heard of this. Goody, you've never. Oh wow! I am so excited for you. <laughs> I am so thrilled. Oh wow! I'm looking at the cover now, and um, yeah, okay, all right. It's a little futuristic, <laughs> a little sci-fi yeah. looking here. Yeah. Okay, Definitely. all right. Definitely. Jesse, a little Robocop looking over here. Yes. <laughs> Jesse, we are going to have so much fun talking to them about this when they do watch it. Oh, my it. gosh. <laughs> wow. I did plot twist. Did not see that one coming. I thought for sure y'all have seen it, if at least once a long time ago. No, I don't even recognize the cover. Like, Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm so excited now. <laughs> All right. Well, this better be good, you guys. This better be good. I didn't say it was good. I said it was <laughs> delightful. Jesse said all right, it was delightful. all right. <laughs> Difference, you know. It's true. If it's I could true. watch over the top, I'm sure I can watch this. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, friends. Favorite kill. You came back just in time. It looks like she's about to get it. Want some popcorn? <laughs> I love that add-in. Yes. I know. I love it too. Me too. Um, God, Clark, guest of honor. What's your favorite kill? Um, I came up with two of them. The kills in this one, 
they're almost there. They're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a stab and then like a cutaway, but then you see the after effect for the most part. Yeah. Um, there were two that I thought were better. One of them was Titus, uh, which is the Jack Black character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just like that he gets his hands stabbed first. He's like, no, dude, you don't want to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> And then he gets stabbed, uh, I think with their, like, gardening shears or something, yeah. right? Or, like, um, hedge clippers. Some big scissor-looking things, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but my favorite's going to go to Dave, which is really there to cannon fodder. Like, he is not important to the story at all. But I like the fact that, like, he jumps into the driver's seat when he doesn't need to be there. And then all of a sudden the hook guy comes up, hooks him in his mouth, and pulls him out of the car, which is, or the truck, which is pretty cool. It is pretty it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I I um I'll hear what Jesse has to say or Jesse sorry I will hear what Jamie has to say and then <laughs> I have something to add on the on the Dave thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go I on, um Jamie. I agree with everything that Clark said. You know about mm-hmm. like the kills overall. They're not. They're almost there. That's like the perfect way to put it. They're almost there. Um, I have to give it to Nancy because I really like that like double spear action, right? So she's on the ground. The guy falls on top of her. Estes, I think his name is. Um, yeah. He has the spear in him. And then the guy like pushes the spear down into her, you know, and kills her. That's pretty great. I liked it. And it was a little bit different. So that one gets my win. Um Special runner-up to... I'm so bad with character names. Uh, Special runner-up to Brandy's boyfriend in this because he has, like, the fun, cheesy little, like, you know, I haven't seen one psycho killer. And then, you know, he gets, like, hooked in front of everybody. So that's kind of fun. But not my fault. Yes, I think so, yeah. Also, Mm -hmm. he gets hooked from behind, so technically he still hasn't seen one psycho killer. Still. (laughs) True, true. He was not lying. Yeah, he was not lying. just saying. Never did, even when it happened. Okay, guys, those are all great. Um, My note on on, uh, Dave is um, that's all Ray's fucking fault. Like, Dave (laughs) told you not to go there, right? But Ray has to go investigate and done and got Dave killed. Uh, and he told you to keep driving because Dave was smart. Just he was having PTSD, was. though, about the whole accident in the first place. He didn't want another psycho killer coming after him. <laughs> true. Right. Well, yeah. True. True. However, Dave wasn't suggesting drive and ignore it. He was suggesting drive and go get help. True. Because we can't do anything here anyway. We need to go get to a phone and go get help. Right. You want know something funny though about that scene? Since I was like uh-huh. a little kid when I saw that in theaters, yeah. I for some reason how it's a mannequin decoy. I yeah. thought that that was Barry's frozen body from the first movie when I first saw it. Oh, <laughs> I was it like, like right, yeah. I would have been so into that. That would have been great. Right? Wouldn't that be great? And oh, wasn't it like a well. car that was kind of like his Beamer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, they really missed the boat on that one now. I I wish they had done that. That's so good. Um, Me too. I like your. I like the version that you saw as a kid when you first saw it. I like that version. <laughs> so I was expecting Sarah Michelle Gellar to pop up in the movie the whole time. I know. <laughs> oh, and then we only get like one little picture of her and that's right. it. <laughs> that was a beautiful <laughs> moment though. It was. Yeah. It really was. I love For her. Sure. 
Um, I have an honorable mention kill, and that is um, the maid who um, basically Olga. gets hooked while, mm-hmm. yes, she gets hooked while cleaning, while at work. Oh, what a way to go. I mean, she died <laughs> at work. I don't want to get hooked she, at work. <laughs> she died on the clock. She wasn't even doing something fun. That's kind of like my worst nightmare. Like, damn it. No. So, honorable mention to the maid, you know, because she was working till the end. But um, I am with Jamie on Nancy slash Estes, the twofer, the double mm-hmm. impalement. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you guys, what was your favorite, like, found body scene? Because you have, like, Mr. Brooks when he has the machete in his head and the radio's all banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, like, the hotel manager. Um, then they have Derek the dock hand when he's hanging in the closet. And then they have Olga when she's in the giant dryer. dryer. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Miss. I think it's Brooks for me. I love Jeffrey Combs, so I was like, "Oh, that's that's beautiful." I love how that looks. That's my favorite one. Yeah, I think I gotta go Olga because I love a good dryer kill. Like I'm going Olga too. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a body being found in the dryer before. Um, nothing new for me, but I love it every time. So <laughs> I like the callback too, where she's like, "Dang, how many pairs of shoes they got in there?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love a good dryer reveal. You just do. Right, just do. yeah. Right. Oh, it's so nice. Okay, fashion moment. So many looks. <laughs> yeah, looks. Jamie. Okay, now this one did not have as many looks for me. I did not write very many down. Usually that's Same. like my biggest section. Um yeah. I just I just have one to shout out, although I noted other ones. I mean, I noted Julie's like love of khaki once again. Like khaki <laughs> shorts, khaki pants, and I'm like, girl, come on. Like brown, uh, come on. Um, anyway, but I have to give it to um Brandy's like bar look she's got like this long sleeve floral like crop top on and like red kind of pants and like a pinkish kind of headband it was just really cute that's all, all right. for me on this one yeah Clark? um i did want to mention that with you and the khakis um that they definitely gave the girls like dumb truck booties in this for some reason like little waist yes! dumb truck booties <laughs> totally they totally did <laughs> Um, I actually found a lot of things that kind of liked in this, which I was surprised Ooh. because it's kind of, what is this, late 90s? The fashion's mm-hmm. very meh. Yes. <laughs> but I love Carla's beaded tropical dress and the straw mm-hmm. cowboy hat when she first gets off and onto the island. Um, Julie's white button-up that's only buttoned like once in the middle, mm-hmm. so you can still see like, her jubblies, her Jennifer Love yep. tits. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all cinched in the back is good. <laughs> yep, yes. yep. Um, and I did like the bikini she's wearing, but she had like this um, yellow cassette player with headphones. And I'm just like, dang, that's how old this movie is. I know. <laughs> Not even a CD player. Right. Yep. That's how old this movie is. Aww. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, um, I had part of what Clark said. Um, and that is her... Um, her white top that's buttoned only and the one button that's cinched in the back so cute looks great on her love the look love the look um mm-hmm. uh honorable mention though to um the little 
crop top she's wearing when she arrives at the island. I think that's super cute and definitely something I used to wear. I will say I do like the co- the crop top um, game in this one, though, because I do yeah. love a good crop top, and there are mm-hmm. several that are really good. I did note the crop tops. And I did mm-hmm. note also there is a robe, and it's Jay- it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, and so I did write, so boobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she looked good in it. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yes. She looks good in everything, though, right? She had a glow up in this movie, though. They definitely didn't want her to look so mousy. So I appreciate that they let her be the stunning, beautiful woman that she is in this. I know. For sure. For sure. Yep. All righty. Best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. Guys, you're going to laugh. It's so generic. Um, I love, I call it. Julie sitting on the porch waiting for Ray with sunglasses as a headband hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked it. It framed her face perfectly. Everything was perfect about that moment in time of hair for her. So that's my favorite hair. Yeah. I also gave it to Julie, but it's when they're at the club. She's just got like yeah. good volume to it, especially kind of up towards the front. She's got like nice volume to it. Just the volume yeah. was looking great, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I won't give mine to Julie then, since it'd be like a three-way tie with Julie. (laughs) Definitely not going to give it to Titus with this, like, cultural appropriation dreads. (laughs) No. Um, I did like Julie's hair, though, when it was up during the karaoke scene. It looked nice. Um, But I'm going to give it to Nancy, actually. She had, like, these wild woman curls, whatever she beat down Tyrell. (laughs) It was, like, all in her face, and she's just like, Bam, I'm here. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. liked it too. Yeah. yeah she well, was first of all, She is a beautiful woman and she always has beautiful hair. So, you know, Definitely. she can't help it. You know, she's great. Alrighty. Prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my dream. Where did you get that? I kind of struggled on this a little bit. Did anyone else? Yeah. I, I actually have several that I really want. Nice. Let it fly, Jamie. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So um, I really want the framed Helen photo. It's gorgeous. And I love Helen so much. She's like my one of my favorites. So um, yeah. I want that. Um, I can't believe I don't already have it, actually. I might have to just like make it myself and put it on my nightstand. Um, other than that, like, I I thought the key for the hotel would be kind of fun. I think it had a little like keychain on it, but I really like um, the tombstone with Julie's name on it. it says oh, July fourth, nineteen eighty nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, I really like that. So that's it. Awesome, <laughs> Clark. I like the tombstone too. I was gonna pick that, but um, the spray paint was just a little too bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bubbly. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, it barely fit on there. And I was just like, you guys yeah. could have done better. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, impressed. <laughs> right. Um, I said I would take some cool stuff from, like, Estes, Voodoo, Knickknack, Emporium. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, like, cool dream catchers. I think it was, like, a gorilla skull in there and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. But I think I'm going to pick as my winner uh, that big giant-ass globe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With a little thumbtack on Brazil. That'd be funny. <laughs> there you go. But I used to be obsessed with like capitals of countries and states and things of that sort. And I think when I was in the seventh or eighth grade, I almost knew probably like 80% of the entire worlds. 
Wow. That's gone. <laughs> Don't remember hardly any of it anymore. Try to even get me right. to do like the U- United States. I'm like, I could do like 75%. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't even know if I could do that, but Same. I'd have to really think about some of the states and be like, I know one city there, so I'm going to guess it's the capital. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's good. No, but wow, Clark's smart. I um, try. <laughs> you're like, I yeah, know. Um, <laughs> all right. I, I had a little bit of each of you guys. Is I mm. also had the key because... I thought that it was really cool and it would really go great with like my my shining key you know yeah. I used to have a prop of that uh, mm-hmm. I don't really know where it's at anymore I think I might have lost it somewhere along the way I've had it for a long time so that would be a great collection to go with that but um, I do want a piece of Estes's voodoo altar as well I don't care which piece um, I like Clark was very specific but I would love a piece of the altar for sure. Yep. Awesome. How about Epic Line? Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit because it's definitely getting chiseled on your tombstone. Well, since this is one of Clark's uh, picks, let's let him go first. Ooh. Okay. Um, I picked three. I always try to narrow it down to three. Um and I think my f- third place, second runner up, <laughs> <laughs> if one happens to die, it takes its place. <laughs> I think I'm going to choose um, the scene where uh, Tyrell and Carla were in the jacuzzi trying to get down and dirty and they get interrupted. <laughs> hey guys, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. There's 10 people on this whole island, they're all going to end up in this jacuzzi. How's the water? Crowded. <sighs> I, I really felt his pain there because, like, really, there's this big entire, like, resort. And everybody's literally coming right here. <laughs> and it's like, off season. Why are we hanging out right now? Yeah, so right. it's like, there's plenty of space for you to be. Give me some time here. Go away. With my lady friend. <laughs> my uh, my second place, um, I guess I really liked a lot of Tyrell's um, quotes because it's going to be his exchange he had with uh, Nancy whenever they kind of ran into each other. So, that's where the flashlight's going. Look, I'm sorry, but you could have been the one doing all this. And so could you, crazy bitch. Hey, you're the one who broke into my hiding place. I'm sorry. I must have missed the sign. Excuse me, but this place didn't have a murder rate until you people showed up. <laughs> I love Facts. a dirty little banter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my my winner is going to be between Julie and Carla as they're waiting for um, Ray to show up. Girl, getting down to the wire. He's not coming. Yeah. I just thought. Julie, you left him four messages. Four messages. He said he'd try. Try is like maybe, Julie. Try is bullshit. 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 That is right. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. That's like yep. that's like the that is like the good that is what a BFF should be saying in that situation. So yep, she, she she's a good friend. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Jamie. 
Okay. Um, so I narrowed it down to two. So my runner up, um, and it's just, there's some little like kind of homages to the original in this. Um, and this is one of those lines. It's, um, cause like <laughs> the line from the first one where she's like screaming into the air is like so iconic. So I had to give it to the time where she screams in the air this time, <laughs> where she's like, I'm not going to die on the silent. Do you hear me? If you want me, Ben, come and get me. <laughs> I'm not going to die on this island. Do you hear me? If you want me, Ben, come and get me. I'm right here. But my grave stays empty. <laughs> I especially like the but my grave stays empty. That's pretty badass. Um, right. Okay, but like my first, my favorite line, it comes in pretty early in the movie. I just thought it was really cute where um, basically Julie like sees somebody in her closet and it's like, Julie, I thought you were out of town. Look, I just wanted to borrow your black skirt, but I'm not ready to die for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing in my closet? I thought you were out of town. Look, I just wanted to borrow your black skirt, but I'm not ready to die for it. Jesus, Carla, that was like heart attack time. Can I have the knife now, please? I like when she says that was heart attack time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I yeah. have the knife now, please? Yeah, that to me, please. <laughs> Oh, I definitely notated that line. Um, it always makes me laugh every single time. Love it, love it, love it. Um, but Julie's not wrong. You, you you don't expect someone to be hanging out in your closet, like even if you know someone is home. <laughs> yeah, true. In the yeah. dark like that, too. Like, Ugh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she thought she's out of town. Why she's sneaking around into the closet? Yeah. You think you flip on the light? <laughs> yeah you're right yeah. like it's like why are you sneaking around were you gonna give it back or come on right it's <laughs> gonna sneak it out of the closet and you'll never notice right yeah mm-hmm. she's probably afraid that tyrell is gonna build clinton all over it <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay um i have i have three uh and um <laughs> Uh, they're all very personal to me, <laughs> in my personal experiences. <laughs> the first one, certainly not like that epic of a line in itself, but I love it and relate to it. And it comes towards the end, and that is just that's just simply Ray brushing his teeth. I love this thing. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I picked that because. When I got my first electric toothbrush for the very first time three years ago, it was a magical experience. And to this day, I'm addicted to it. And I think I said that exact same thing after using it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's the little things in life that matter the most. So I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I never, I mean, it's been a, a while since I've seen this movie and definitely a while since I've seen it and paid really close attention to it to catch that. And so when I saw that, I laughed out loud because I've said that. I said that in exactly the same context, in exactly the same way. And it was, I reenacted that scene. It's so funny. Um, so that's why I had to pick it for my second runner up because it's like, it's me. me. I'm saying it. The, we'll the allow electric, it. The electric toothbrush was a magical experience. It came into my life 
right after I got the braces and um, I'm an avid brusher anyway and I've never had the electric toothbrush. I've always just used the regular manual stick toothbrush and I didn't think it would make that much of a difference. But it really made a difference when I had the braces and the whole cleaning of the braces and it was so much less effort and it did such a great job. And even the people at the dentist's office noticed like, wow, you're, when they were tightening them up, they're like, they're really clean. Like, this is very unusual to happen. It's like, thanks. It was kind of like a pride thing. But, yeah. <laughs> so, ever since then, I've been hooked on my electric toothbrush. Um, yeah. So, that line. That's me, man. All right. Oh, uh, first. I know. I'm very happy for you and your electric toothbrush. <laughs> they are pretty great. You know, they're pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm... Yeah, it's it was a magical experience. Who would have known a forward line would be so impactful? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I, I've I've reenacted that scene in my life. I love this thing. I did. I said it after brushing my teeth. Toothpaste still in my mouth. It's true. Exactly the same way is how it played out in my life. Um, it's a very real scene for me. <laughs> like it's completely realistic. All right, first runner up is going to be um when they head down to the bar you know on off season and it's super slow all right we got a planet's punch we got a singapore sling mm. well, how about a my motherfucking tie my motherfucking tie yeah, yeah. how about some id kidding the guy at the desk said the place would be quiet, not dead. Yeah, well, I guess he didn't tell you that this year was the last day of the season. Yes, yes, yes he did. Right. So why are you still here? That's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> now, I picked that because what a stupid white privilege thing to say. Somebody has to be there to work. There are still people there, you know. She just happened to be her, and maybe she needs the money, you know? So, yeah, why are you still here? Because somebody has to be here because you need to be here, apparently. You know, for the same mm -hmm. reason people work in the grocery store on Christmas, you know, or at Starbucks on Christmas. Oh, you have to work today? Yeah, because you're here. You know? Mm -hmm. Anyway. Sorry, got a little heated up at that. Uh I was actually thinking of doing the same um line for one of mine but the only reason i didn't is like kind of put it into context of like spoilers ahead um that yeah. he probably was trying to like inquire like damn another person i have to kill so <laughs> why are you here <laughs> right exactly. i like that too but he saved time like, with his trooper <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah um my winner my winner uh, because I'm always thinking with my stomach, guys, is uh, let's head to the pantry. Why? Is that a good place to hide? I don't know. I'm just fucking hungry. <laughs> hey, hey, you okay? I'm gonna get this fucker, right? Right? All right. Let's head to the pantry. Why? Is that a good place to hide? I don't know. I'm just fucking hungry. <laughs> yeah! Come on! Give a dude a break. I'm hungry. So, yeah, that's my winner. <laughs> Good lines, guys. <laughs> Always thinking with my stomach. It's going to get me killed. <laughs> He'll never be hungry again. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
All right. How about we talk about our actors? I know every face in here. I got a respect for the unknown actor. All right. So we did already discuss uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. and Muse Watson when we covered the first one. Did you guys have anything you wanted to add since last year? Yeah, um, I just yeah. wanted to mention, just in case I can't remember if I did last time, but Jennifer Love mm-hmm. Hewitt, I was listening to another podcast, and they mentioned how Jamie Lee Curtis visited her on the set of the first I know you did last summer, and they're like, oh, maybe it's just because she, they knew she was going to be uh, passing the torch, but I wanted to make sure that people knew about a movie called House Arrest, which yes. um, had her and Jamie Lee Curtis in there, and Jennifer Tilly. Um, basically where they kidnap all the parents, lock them in their basement, and make them reconcile all their issues. <laughs> yep. House arrest? That sounds amazing. Yeah. Why haven't I seen this yet? The cast is great and then okay, I'm writing that down and right now. You should. That's not that's not even like all the cast. It is an all star cast, kids and adults. Yeah. Awesome. Right? It's a great movie. It's a good like preteen kind of young kid flick. Yeah, it's awesome. super cute. It's super funny. It used to be on Tubi. I don't know if it still is, but it used to be on Tubi. Okay, I'll look for it. Yeah. It shouldn't be too hard to find. Yeah, you're right. Super cute. Really like it. Um, Anything else? On the those no? ones? No. Right. No. All right, cool. Well, then let's move on to Brandy playing Carla. Thoughts on Brandy, guys? I mean, she's Moesha. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Right? <laughs> That was my big note that I had, too. <laughs> and Cinderella. One of the better Cinderellas, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah, so for me, Moshe is Cinderella. Of course, I mean, her music was, you know, in its peak when I was in, what, sixth and seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was very, very popular at that moment, too. Mo to mm-hmm. the, yeah. E to the, Mo to the, E yeah. to the, Moshe. <laughs> <laughs> She had some bops too, so and she's beautiful, so it was it was oh, fun yeah. seeing her in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she's super cute. Not a bad actress, you know. I know she's a singer yeah. first, not a bad actor though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Mikai Pfeiffer played Terrell. Um, I'll always think of him first from ER. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, that's pro- probably because, except for with this movie. ER was probably the first time I saw him on a regular basis because he was a regular for years on that show. So I think that's maybe why. Um, sure. Later on, uh, the, the Divergent series, um, but I haven't seen those a whole lot, but I do remember him in them. Uh, what about you guys? Um, you know, he was in the Dawn of the Dead remake, 2004, yeah. which I liked. I mean, I thought that was pretty fun. Honey. <laughs> oh my gosh, honey. <laughs> I remember honey. Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't mention honey. Um, all like... those dance, all those like dance movies of the late 90s, man. Oh my God. I, I just I love that they try to build Jessica Alba like she was something so special. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, eight Mile. He was in Eight Mile, but it's been it's been a bit since I've seen it, but I do kind of remember him in that. And then, oh, mm-hmm. with, um, was it Josh Hartnett, I think was in that? Uh-huh. And Juliet yeah. Style, Julia Styles. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Julia Stiles. It's been a while it was since like I've seen that one too. A take on Othello, right? Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 
So it yeah. has to be it has to be her. I feel like she did like several Shakespeare kind of like versions of movies. I mean, I guess <laughs> I hate about you. Is yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yep, it's the Taming of the Shrew. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. I just saw 10 Things I Hate About You recently. Again, I did for too. The first time in a very long time. I and watched I, it like two weeks ago. I watched it about two months ago. I watched it on the plane on my way to um, Atlanta and I was not sorry. I was having <laughs> a blast. I love it. It's a great it. movie. It holds up so good. And oh my God, really Heath Ledger does. was so dreamy in that one. Like, oh my gosh. I love that movie. It's got Alex <sighs> Mack in it. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's got all kinds of cool people in it. Yep. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in for it sure. too. For sure. I have the same notations as you pretty much for Mackay Pfeiffer, uh, Jamie. But I, the first thing I legit remember him from besides this was the Brandy and Monica music video, The Boy Is Mine. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Same. I I forgot about the video, but I, I remembered the song for sure. Of course. Oh my god, yeah. my I've seen like girlfriends of mine try to do that for karaoke, where they were like ready, right? They're like, I got this, I love the song, and it was just a train wreck. And it's like, girls, <laughs> come on, girls. It's <laughs> so funny. Not, I mean, All not that right. I haven't had train wrecks myself because I have. I tried to sing Promiscuous Boy with my best friend, and that did not work out very good. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was way faster than it sounds and we got like we got behind and we just never caught back up <laughs> that reminds me almost like of julie in this movie when she did gloria Gaynor's i will survive yes. i'm like girl yeah uh-huh. you're going too quick i know Bring it down. <laughs> i know girl get it together you sound good but you are not at pace <laughs> i know <laughs> it's so true though it's so true that scene he's Clark, I think you really hit on something there. That scene really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, and I never could put my finger on it because I love Jennifer Love Hewitt's music and her voice and her singing. I used to own I had her CDs. Her, I had one of her CDs. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, so, I mean, yeah. So, but that scene always got to me. And I think maybe that might be it, Clark. I think that's it. Definitely. Off a little. Mm hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, see, there you go. See, Clark. Clark enlightens us every time. <laughs> something. He brings something to light every time. All right. Oh, Matthew Settle played Will Benson. Um, What do you guys think of Will, of Matthew? I had such a crush on him back in the day. <laughs> All right. Isn't he cute? He's a cutie. I felt like I seen I felt like I had seen him in more and I when I looked through his credits, I I didn't. I felt like I had seen him in more, but I I do think he is super cute. Yeah. I mean, he's super cute, but he's also kind of like generic white guy cute. So there's probably like a ton of guys who look just like him that you're thinking of. (laughs) And I think that's exactly what happened where I was like, Oh yeah, I've seen this guy in a million things. Then I looked and I was like, Okay, I've seen him in a few things. I think I was thinking of like five other people. Wasn't he a teen witch? No, that's not him. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But did you recognize him from anything, Jamie? Um, you know, I so there's this show. I'm really not into like war stories, right? I'm really not like I don't like war movies that much. I don't like war TV shows. But I will say I did watch all the Band of Brothers, which is a war show. It was really, really well done. Great cast, really good writing, great acting, and he is in that one. Um, so I recognized him from that, and that was about it. Wow. 
Yeah, <laughs> I know. There might, I think maybe there is like one or two other things where I'm like, okay, I've seen that, but I couldn't like really picture him in it. But right. yeah, that was what I mostly know him from. I totally right. just did an Owen Wilson impersonation. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, guys. Okay. Uh, what do you know him from, Clark? Well, he was yeah. the dad in Gossip Girl, and right? I had to watch all that, so I recognized that. But there's also this really cheesy movie called The In Crowd. <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, dramatic, and it, it's it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Clark's like, it wasn't good, but yeah. I saw it. <laughs> but I've seen it. <laughs> right. Um, well, for me... It is, um, okay, so I know he's a Gossip Girl. I didn't really watch it. I've maybe seen one or two episodes, but not not enough to really follow follow it, right? Yeah. Um, he also had a stint on ER, but I most remember him from this movie of the week with um, Kristen Davis. Oh. Called, <laughs> called, I'm not kidding. Called Deadly Vision, and it is just as hokey as it sounds. It sounds no. awesome. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You know, she's obviously playing, you know, some psychic type situation, you know, someone with like a, you know, the third eye and all that, you know, and um, yeah, and it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, he also starred in um, the Alex Kelly story, which also co-starred Barry Flatman, our man Barry. Yeah. Um, Barry played his father. So there was that. But um, no, for me, it's completely Deadly Vision. Right. P.S. You can watch Deadly Vision on Tubi. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it again within the last year. The Dolls of Horror is not sponsored by Tubi. <laughs> it is not, but we do. We should be. We love them. I was going to say, but hey, Tubi, if you want to, like, uh, let hey, us Tubi. reach out to us, let us reach out to you know, let's do right. it. No. We'll, we'll do more of your originals. <laughs> yeah, oh, we do Titanic 666. <laughs> Oh my God, Clark! Have you seen Titanic six six six? No, I don't. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> it Maybe was there's okay. like a day where I just like have nothing, and I'm just like, whatever. Let's just put yeah. it on. <laughs> I, I have those mad. days. No, I Same. wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it. I it was way better than I thought it was going to be. You know, but we're not talking about that movie right now. We're talking about this one. But yeah, I was not mad at it. I was. I was. I was pleased. Um. All right, Bill Cobbs plays our man Estes. Love this guy. Always love this guy. I've talked about this guy before. Um, I think the last time I talked about this guy was pre-Jamie for our People Under the Stairs episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but he's he is probably my one of my top 30 favorite actors ever. Wow. Um, yeah, I really love his his work. Um his catalog of work is over 200 credits. Um, he did that that goofy baseball movie, Ed, with our man Charlie Schlatter. Um, he had a small part in Trading Places, but my favorite thing he ever did, ever, was uh, a television show called The Others. And it lasted half a season. And it was a psychic uh, type show. And... Um, I liked it. It was so good. I was so bummed when they canceled it. But no, he was great. He was so good in that show. Oh, definitely. First thing I think of when I see him is the others. Yep. Yeah. What about you guys? 
I didn't I think it, do anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything, so I'm glad you did your homework on him. <laughs> oh, I didn't need to do my homework. Like I said, big fan. Big fan. So, He's been yeah. in a lot. I've seen him yeah. in a lot. Um I would just wanted to note that he's in the Hudsucker Proxy, which is um, about the invention of the hula hoop. So I love that movie. I believe it's the Coen Brothers, um, like an early Coen Brothers movie. Um, and it's really fun because it's hula hoops. So, of course, <laughs> I love it. There's not very many hula hoop movies out there, guys. So if somebody could work on that, please, I would really appreciate it. When um, I think of hula hoops, I think of you and Joni Loves Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, <laughs> He's I also love in that thing you do. That movie be- I love that concept of that movie because it's a hula hoop origin story. It is. <laughs> it is. And it's pretty funny. It's, yeah, it's good. It's worth a, worth a watch. Good cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, that thing you do. Good movie. You look good in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are the two main ones I thought of with him. Yeah. All right. Um, Jeffrey Combs. Now, of course, Jamie and I went on Jeffrey Combs Love Fest. Um, I've, I've been on the, the Jeffrey Combs Love Fest boat like many times. Right. <laughs> He's fun. <laughs> He's so fun. But but Clark, what are your thoughts on him? Well, I mean, we all know him from Reanimator. Uh, I think that's where he kind of stands out. He's done a lot of things, though, like a lot. Um, mm. Have you guys ever seen Frightmare? No, I haven't. I want to. It's a very early 80s movie. It's like 83. Um, and it's, I don't know if he's like a vampire. There's something like a, they get a corpse of some dude or whatever. They're like throwing a house party. That's something of that sort. It's weird. Okay. It's been a while since I've watched it. But I remember he, I remember Jeffrey Combs standing out pretty well in it. And I don't think he was a lead character either. So As he doesn't everything he's ever done p.s guys fright mary is on tubi it's in my queue nice um i know i knew that i knew it was familiar i knew that it it crossed my path somehow but i haven't watched it all yet um it's in my queue and it's it's partially watched but only really like 10 minutes in it looks like but yeah so i was i was getting on that and then something happened and i stopped you know (laughs) But I mean, you got like Castle Freak. You have like all these things. Oh, yeah. He had a, like a small little role in House of the No House on Haunted Hill. He was like the doctor. Oh, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Um, he's done so many things. He's a great character actor, of course. Everything he does, he steals the show every single time, and he's just so talented. I mean, we talked Frighteners. Um, Frighteners is last good. time, I love right? What's the one where he had like the little penis coming out of his head or whatever? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's like they would see like squiggles, like from like another dimension. I think you have like Barbara Hampton was in it, it as well. Oh, was it from Beyond? Yes, oh, <laughs> yes, that's the one. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I think this sounds familiar. Yes, <laughs> guys, he did an episode. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. He, he did an episode of She Spies. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I talked about it on our uh, uh, not Santa Slay, uh, Secret Santa episode. Because um, Deborah Sullivan had an episode of She Spies. But no, so he did an episode of She Spies and he was so fun. I mean, 
I mean, over the top, completely over the top character, as he always plays, and no one can do over the top better than he does. And I mean, stole the show, of course, in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just so good. And I love it when he gets thrown into any sort of role because you know he's going to love it and do it oh, yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Esposito playing Nancy. Thoughts on Jennifer, guys? She's gorgeous. I love her in this, too, because she's, like, feisty and sassy. Mm-hmm. There's, there's. I feel like, um, you know, I mean, I've seen her in multiple things, you know, um, but she's always got this, like, powerful kind of, like, sexiness and, like, I don't know, a sass to her, and I like it. Control. Yeah. She is in mm-hmm. control of the situation, whatever the situation is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked her a lot in uh, Dracula 2000. She was one of the oh, female yeah. vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked her in Don't Say a Word. I wrote down mm-hmm. Don't Say a Word. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have any of you guys seen the television show The Affair yet? Mm-mm. No. It's a Showtime show. Um, she was really good in that as well. She didn't have a major, major role, but she was really good in that. And the show is really, really well made. So... Um, Y'all should check out The Affair uh, if you're in the mood for a drama. And yeah. still working it because she was just in The Boys not too long ago, that TV yeah. series. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. On yep. Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's great. She's great. All right. John Hawks plays Dave. Our man, Dave. Um, he was I could in... not pull him out of any, like, his face. Like, I right. would not be able to say, like, oh, I know him from this, but come on, Identity, amazing movie. Hardball, right. great movie. Right. <laughs> He's so been in hits. some great movies, yeah. He's in like the scariest movie in my in my book, like the scariest movie ever for me, and that is Contagion. Like oh, it's not right. a horror movie, but it's the most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not okay. being sarcastic. You know, on a scary on the scary scale for that one, ten. So, yeah, um, he was in that. He was an American gangster. He was in Lincoln. Um, so, yeah, no, he's done some really, really great movies. So, yeah, he's a, he's a great actor. Um, Benjamin Brown played Derek the Dockhand. <laughs> I've only seen him in, like, bit part movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't really recognize him. I didn't actually write notes on him, but I didn't really recognize him too much. Yeah, I mean, I recognized him from, of course, 90210. Again, small part, not not major. And Liar Liar, again, small part, not major. You know, both very small parts. But recognized him from those two. He did, did other things, but those were the only ones I could actually remember him from. I didn't do any of the hotel staff um unless like i knew them right off the bat from something (laughs) right um i only have two other people um jack black of course i mean of course course, right um i love me some school of rock i just do (laughs) i I love shallow how yeah oh my god it's funny yeah i mean i love like the the tenacious d stuff like um and like (laughs) his little cameo in anchorman was pretty good and (laughs) Yeah, I think um, I Orange County. Know one of their songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I- you don't always have to fuck yes. her hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. 
oh wow i uh, my ex introduced me to tenacious d and one of the exes i'm actually still on really good terms with um okay. so when i do think of tenacious d i do think of of um pleasant uh a pleasant memory and friendship i have of, of brian so brian is the reason i am in chicago he took me to chicago for the very first time um, and I fell in love with the city. So if it wasn't for him, I probably would still be stuck in Bakersfield. Just saying. Make it be um, worse. <laughs> yes, it could be, but it could be better. <laughs> um, you know, and he also took me to Chicago in January and there was a snowstorm and I also fell in love with that. And so I'm like, I got to live where there is snow. <laughs> that sold That sold me. I'm like, snow. Um, let's see okay the last one Mark Boone Jr. plays our pawn shop owner I definitely recognized him from some stuff of course dude's done a lot Um, I recently within the last year because Jamie and I we did American Satan you know Mm -hmm. we talked about we talked to Andy Black so he was in that major part in that uh, he was in Rob Do- Rob Zombie's Halloween Part Two. He did Batman Begins. That's the Christian Bale one, the first one in the series. Um, and Seven. He did Seven. Yeah. And uh, the movie that I spoke that uh, Billy Zane recommended that I spoke to him about because uh, I finally saw it. And Billy Worley is also in it. I woke up early the day I died. He was in that as well. <laughs> yep. Um, any thoughts on Mark? I like him. Again, like you mentioned pretty much all the ones that I recognized him in. Right. He wasn't an episode of The Adventures of Pete and Pete, too, which um, I'm in the process of kind of rewatching it. So <laughs> I haven't got to his episode yet, but <laughs> I have I two it. episodes of that stick out of my head. There was like a tag one, I want to say, where they had yeah. to like stay up all night. Yeah, um, totally. And there was one where, like, he had to take a test and someone drew, like, a clock or something, like, on all the pages. And he was, like, so distracted and afraid of failing. And I remember, like, his friend being outside with, like, a flag, (laughs) like, flag girl kind of weird stuff. Very weird series. (laughs) I love it, though. It is really weird. I remember one where, like, little Pete is um, really sad that summer is ending. So he goes and, like, beats up the ocean. (laughs) I remember you talking about that. Yeah. It's like, it's such a good moment because he just doesn't want the summer to end. And he's, like, punching the the waves in the ocean. He's like, no. (laughs) And then the family wants, like, win something. So they're, like, driving and they're, like, putting all the stuff on top of their car. And they're, like, driving naked. It's a very bizarre show. I like it more as an adult, I think, because I have watched some episodes over again, and yeah. I think it clicks with me more as a grown-up because it is kind of weird. <laughs> Guys, there's a convention happening in the next month or so. Um, I wish I could go to it, but you know, I have so many other conventions I've already committed to. I can't do it. It's in New Jersey. It's by the people that do like the showboat um, Atlantic City horror cons. But they're calling this one Rewind Con, and Little Pete is one of the guests on that, um, along Danny with Timberelli or something of yeah. that sort. Of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and along with um, a bunch of people from Mighty Ducks, including Sean Weiss. God bless him. You know, he's back out there and looks like he's doing well. Um, 
Growing Pains people, um, a bunch of a bunch of people. Basically, I was telling Heather, everyone from my childhood is there, and she, I, I texted her the list, and she goes, "You are not kidding, OMG." <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, if if I did wasn't so tied up with other things right now, I would try to make it to New Jersey for this convention. But yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, love. I loved the whole Nickelodeon lineup from that period. I really did. It was good. It was solid. It was solid. Oh my god! I've been watching little reruns of um, Salute Your Shorts lately because Ugg died recently. Oh yeah. Aww. Yeah. So when I read about that, I'm like, oh. So I've, I watched a few episodes of that, you know, in honor of. Yeah. yeah. But I love the whole Nick lineup, man. Are You Afraid of the Dark will always be my favorite one, though. Always. Love Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Roundhouse. <laughs> I mean, Roundhouse might be my favorite. and might, That might roll over Are You Afraid of the Dark. But Are You Afraid of the Dark is up there for sure. All right. Let's talk cinematography. I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Hey. Jamie. Yes. We have a leap of faith in this movie. I know. I wrote that <laughs> down. I was like, leap of faith. Again, like they have these little homages to the first one where we had yes. a leap of faith in the first one. We have a leap of yes. faith in this one. We saw what you were doing. I still know what you did last summer. Right. <laughs> I was very excited. I get so excited now when I see that that category can be checked because it doesn't happen very often, but I get happy. Yeah. And it was yeah. also by the second lead. Like yeah. the first yeah. one. Exactly. Right. right. They did yep. the same thing. If you think about it, she had a very extended chasing as well, just like Sarah I, Michelle Geller did. I noted that. I noted that. I did like a little comparison. I mean, Sarah Michelle Geller's is like amazing. So that one wins hands down. But it was a little homage for sure. Yeah. Mm. They followed the formula. <laughs> they did follow the formula. <laughs> uh, except she made it out. So that's nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um also another note I had. I didn't know where to put this, so I did put it in cinematography. Uh I for my entire life always thought my fear of tanning bed started with Final Destination Part Three, but now I realize it started with this movie. I know. <laughs> I wrote down a little note about that too, where it's like, okay, lesson lesson here from horror movies careful when you're tanning you know always have a buddy system going on in case something goes wrong yeah i love when she's yeah. like cancer in a box no this is a safe sun and now i'm hearing reports that it's worse than the sun yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. right it's all bad it's all bad you know pick your poison <laughs> um what about you guys thoughts on cinematography there were a couple like standout scenes i really liked the confessional scene, she looks really yeah. pretty with the light coming in to the confessional. Um, and I like the fisherman on the club balcony when you kind of see him. Again, I almost like a little homage to like, you know, when Ryan Phillippe is up there watching mm -hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar um, mm -hmm. up in the balcony. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, what else did I really like? Oh, and I really liked, I called it like the, the 90s, like faces talking back and forth, right? So it's like face, face, face. <laughs> face face when they're having like a dramatic conversation like in the rain <laughs> right <laughs> like that, that was definitely that was definitely a formula that, that they used a lot back then yeah <laughs> um i i like it 
the cinematography in the sense of like it's dark and thunderous and moody but at the same time it's lit well enough to where you can still see everything a lot of movies like mess that up hardcore Mm -hmm. where it's like too dark this one like you get the dark presence you get the feeling of how pitch black is supposed to be but you can still see details facial expressions right and all that yeah i agree you're so right and then one of of my favorite scenes from this one with cinematography is probably whenever carla's in the greenhouse Mm -hmm. um and he's the killer is approaching her and it just kind of like closes in on his hook Mm-hmm. And you see her like stumbling at the door, you know, but his hook mm-hmm. is the main focus and it's just mm-hmm. his hook and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with Jamie. I really liked and Jamie and I talked about this on our episode we recorded yesterday a little bit. Um, the confessional scene, uh, the lighting, the angles on it. Jamie and I just recorded uh, for excision. Mm-hmm. And there's a really cool like confession scene, pray- confession slash praying scene. Uh, she wasn't really talking to um, a person; she was just more on praying. But it had a similar vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I really liked that then, and I like that now. Yeah, it was lit, cool, and mm-hmm. yeah, angles mm-hmm. were good. Lighting um, angles, you know, all the camera stuff. All the all that cinematography <laughs> stuff that we love. Uh, our cinematographer on this one is Vernon Layton, guys. And uh, he did see to Chucky. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know. It made me laugh. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, how about special effects? It doesn't matter what happened. What matters is what looks like what happened. And what looks like what happened is pretty nasty. I didn't have very many notes on effects for this one, though. I think I think I covered it all in the kill stuff. I like had some yeah. panic notes this morning because I had like nothing. <laughs> well, it's like what Clark was saying earlier with favorite kill. Like they they are almost there, but not quite there. Right. The bodywork was good, though. Oh yeah. Like it all looked believable, so it's kind of what you were want. Great. Yeah. yeah, the corpses were really nice. Yeah. yeah. And then I know it's not really an effect, but damn, that rain, I would hate to work in that. <laughs> That's an oh effect. Is it? Totally okay. an effect. I consider that an effect because it's not, it's man made. It's not actually happening. So. Right. And it's right. not CGI ever. Like no. Maybe when it shows like the thundering kind of like hurricane. Right. Which I don't know if that's just special effects, like in a sense of like CGI or if it's like a miniature. It looks weird, right. though. You know what I'm it talking did about? Look I wrote that. I wrote that. I said storm CGI. Like, yeah. I, yeah, because it did look a little off. And I was like, is it CGI or what is that? Something about that storm shot just like, yeah, didn't look real. <laughs> right. It might have been a miniature. It really might have been. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because uh, the CGI in this era wasn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> moving on it was um, getting there not quite yeah it was say, but... it was like a teenager you know it was almost yeah. it, was, it was in the middle of its infancy and like you know growing up a bit <laughs> might get a voice squeak here and there <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little bit of acne you know <laughs> oh right um aging god i look 20 years old i mean this movie has like uh 
the 90s gloss that we talked about for the first one. But I love it. Love it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm there's trying not, to think of... Yeah. yeah, there's not really too much that would, like, give it away the exact time, though, right? No. Yeah, because the clothes are... Stone. Yeah, the clothes... Yeah, right. The clothes are pretty, like, you know, basic, like, throughout mm-hmm. most of us. And I don't really... I'm trying to think if there's, like, any technology that gives it away. And I don't really think there is a lot of technology in this one. Not there's a not like lot. a Yeah. There's they were not listening like a, to the radio. Right. <laughs> That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely looks like a 90s, like late 90s movie, oh, yeah. but there's nothing in there that really like gives it away specifically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I missed this. Music. Music. All right. Our composer of this is John Frizzell. He composed the following Stay Alive, Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw 3D, The Reaping, The Woods, and 13 Ghosts. A lot of horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. He composed a whole lot more, but those were just like the thriller horror things that I had seen. I mean, but as far as other music goes, um, I just, I said late 90s rock very generic for me also uh, as far as compositions go i my only note was cinematic i see the killer that nobody else sees music nice okay yeah that's a good way to put it (laughs) and uh that's all i got what you guys got I actually love the music in this. Um, I think the music that they, besides the score, like the actual music they plug in, is pretty great stuff. Like, I remember being, like, a young teenager loving that stupid Blue Monday Orgy song that they play in the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, the song that they're playing whenever she's looking at the picture of Helen and Rage sleeves. So emotionally, like, sad. Yeah. Like, that's what I think of, like, when I want to be depressed. <laughs> it's I called. Know. Um, Eden by I think it's Hoover Phonic. Um, okay. yeah. So I used to listen to that. Um, of course they they put some money into it because they had like white snakes. Here I go again on my own playing. <laughs> I know. I had a, a note on that. Fan, yeah. But, and then um, let's see. Jennifer Love Hewitt even has her song in here, which I yep. actually really like. The How Do I Deal? I think it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the music video. Yes. I do too, actually. <laughs> yeah, I liked and- the tracks that were in there, like you said, Clark. I-, I thought the music was really fun. I didn't have any like major notes on it, but I did like a lot of the songs that they put in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even like the little beach traveling kind of vibe ones were fun, like that um the hey now or whatever. Yeah, right. hey now now. Yeah. <laughs> um by Swirl three three sixty. And uh-huh. then the other song by um, Estero, that girl, like, hey, look at that girl. One of these things just don't belong here or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's a fun little cute song. Nothing I would like, personally have, but it like fits the vibe. Totally. <laughs> right. And if it played, you know, I wouldn't choose it. But if it played, I mean, I would dance a little bit to that. Come on. Yeah. If I heard it, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> this is poppy and fun. <laughs> I like the music they picked for this because it didn't really distract from any of the action that was going on. It was perfectly placed and perfectly picked. So Yeah. Yeah. 
Because sometimes, you know, they pick a song and it just takes away from everything that's happening. So, can. yeah. But you know they had to pay some money for that white snake and Gloria Gaynor one. Oh, yeah. Run. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Twist. It's too late, Kruger. I know the secret now. I, I read so many little twists down. <laughs> Go for it. I, I don't want to take them all, so I'll say one, and then if you guys have another one, you can add on, and we'll do, like, a round-robin kind of style <laughs> thing here. Okay, first twist I only I have the is... major ones. I only okay. have the major ones. The first thing I wrote down is that the weather is bad. You know, it's off-season storm season. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, my first one I have is the Magic 96.7 Quickie Getaway was set up to begin with. The capital of Brazil is Brasilia, not Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> there we go. I had that one too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and me not knowing my geography never would have known. Never but it's, would literally, have known. he chose the easiest one because it's the name with an A at the end. Yep. <laughs> Didn't Rio used to be the capital though, like a long time ago? Oh, I know. I mean, I, think, I studied it. No, I think in the '60s it, it was true, but it, it changed. Um, I could be so wrong. Like I said, not not my strongest point at all. It was a good guess, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. I mean, guess and possibly get it wrong, or don't guess and definitely get it wrong. Right? If this was a right. real yes. contest, say something. Exactly. You have a chance if you pick something, um, other than just losing. All right. Um, okay. Obviously, Will is Ben's son. Ha. I wrote that too. Will Benson, yeah. Ben's son. Yeah, that was that was that was like that was really hokey and goofy, and I loved it. I did too. Um, okay, let's see. Um, you know, I also did. Um, oh, Estes uh, took Jennifer Love Hewitt's toothbrush for voodoo. What? He's doing what? voodoo? He took a few things, though, because he took Carla's he took hair tie. Yeah. Yep. The only thing he didn't take, he didn't take anything from Will. He didn't take anything from Will. Mm-mm. He sensed something. He's like, I don't like this guy. He just knew. Mm-hmm. Those voodoo they... guys, they just know. They might yeah. not know exactly what they know, but they know something. Yeah, because then the associated twist with that is, you know, he's doing voodoo with their things, but he's actually, like, not a bad guy. Like, he's actually right. trying to help. Yeah, because when you see that scene, you don't really know. He's yeah, doing they... some sort of ritual, but you're not really sure what's going on exactly. Yeah, and there was the setup to make him look like he was, like, in on it or kind of, like, yeah. evolved somehow. He's oh, the red, herring. the red herrings. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, him and Jeffrey next... Combs, man. Right. My next um, one was that ben willis lived on an island and the room that they were staying in i think that's where they said the woman the wife was killed right yep uh the same honeymoon suite Mm -hmm. i love that too loved it uh i love the whole ben willis um return like i love Mm -hmm. ben's return um and how they did it i just do yeah it made me happy uh you know y'all know i love a good callback and that was a great one for me it was good payoff um my next twist again, um, generic, obvious. Um, he got them after all. <laughs> you thought they got away, thought they were safe. You know, he got you know JLH. Um, you th- you think he got Brandy too? Later on. Oh, you think like in the very very ending? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was a dream again. You think it was a dream again? Well, yeah. I mean, they, they prefaced the beginning of like the shower scene and the first yeah. one being a dream. I don't want it to be a dream. I want him to succeed. <laughs> Rooting for that them. fisherman. I want them all to die. Um, I don't know why. I just think it would be fun, you know, because we're just so used to the, you know, I know Jamie likes her unhappy ending, but with these, fran- with these franchise, with these franchise villains, the screams and all that, we're used to the good guys winning in the end of the movie and then at least two of then, them <laughs> right and then they make a sequel uh where the bad guy's back right it's all the time um i would love this to have been he really did get them all so that's yeah. what i choose to believe <laughs> and you know that, uh, that's all that's, i got that's all the twist i have too mm-hmm. The only other one I have is that Carla's made a steal. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know she like falls down a building and yeah. Right. I don't think she's actually made a steal, but she said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I said adrenaline, man. You don't feel pain until you're allowed to feel pain until you're safe. And it's like, ow, that hurt. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, pacing. He's watching us and waiting. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Um, I liked it, of course. Um, I, I just liked it. It kept, it kept my interest the entire time, and that's hard to do. So, what about you guys? I thought the pacing was pretty good. I feel like, um, I, you know, I obviously, I mean, I like the first one better than the second one. Um, oh know. yeah pretty pretty big difference i mean i enjoy this one too but um yeah so pacing was pretty good i feel like there were a couple moments where i was a little like not paying attention but that might have just been me that day i don't know (laughs) but also when you've seen the movie more than once i saw this a month ago too (laughs) right right so when you have seen the movie over and over again it's easy to let your mind wander because you know what's happening so Mm -hmm. Something funny on that though, like I was telling my husband yesterday, I was like, "Oh, I need to do my notes on. I still need to list marks." Like, do you really need to do notes? Like, you've seen that movie a hundred times. <laughs> and I was yep. like, "No, but this way I don't stumble on my thoughts or my words because right. I will have a like a brain meltdown and just be like, uh." uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Henry said the same thing to me before uh, <laughs> when we were covering I don't know the Freddy movies because I've seen those movies more probably more than any movie in my entire life, all right. of them. Um, he's like, you know this movie by heart. Do you really need to do do notes? Yes, yes, I do. Even if it's just an excuse to watch it again. I know, I know. (laughs) I do like the pacing enough on this, though. Um, I I feel like ninety movie, like the late nineties, early two thousands, were really good at pacing their movies. Like totally, they they love those little jump in scenes, so that way it stays stays in your register, Mm -hmm. and you just don't like get bored basically yeah they have their formula down and i liked it i love these i love this era of i do too of horror i just do even though maybe the movie itself's not great i i just love it so much and i don't know if that's because of what it is or if it's because um again i was of an appropriate age at the time when it was new so i have that memory of it being fresh and new and real and and great you know Oh, uh, right. Uh, scary. 
<laughs> we are laughing. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> thoughts? This one's less scared than the other one. I feel like oh, yeah. it's almost like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 meets Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Like, you're just here to have yeah. fun at this point. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I am kind of scared of being stranded somewhere. So there's that a little bit. Um, but again, don't go to an island on hurricane season. Problem solved. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm very, very comfortable going to a place that um, I have to use a ferry to get to. Um, I just don't like that whole separation from everything else. That's that's just me. My fear of being stranded somewhere. That's that's just me. You know. Yeah. I think yeah. my only issue with travel is uh, language barrier. Um, basically, I haven't gone any place where I know that like. Even if it's not the primary language that most people there don't do speak English, at least, you know, I'll go. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I, I I kind of feel like it's almost like disrespectful in a sense. It's, it's something weird on my end where I'm like, I don't know your native tongue. I'm going to be a baby and it's going to be hard for me to find things. And I just don't want to deal with that. <laughs> Are, okay. From my personal little experience of Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Um everyone spoke great English in all the places we went to. Um, Mm -hmm. There were a few people in Paris that didn't speak English at all or very little. Um, But for the most part, that was not a problem. Biggest problem we had was in Copenhagen, not talking to people because they all knew English, but it was reading the street signs because they didn't Mm -hmm. use our alphabet. And so there was no way to translate it, look it up because we didn't understand what the word was like there's no way so that was our biggest barrier like we couldn't find you know madison street because we didn't know that that said madison street right Right. yeah that was the difficult part yeah the only other country i've gotten to travel to so far is mexico and You'll say un poquito uh, espanol, like a little bit. So mm-hmm. I can like um, I can like find my way, you know, if I needed to ask for directions, ask for the bathroom, like say hello, like how are you, introduce myself. So I know a little bit. And if you're in one of like the kind of touristy areas or kind of near the like entry, um, lots of people speak a little English anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I said, everyone spoke great English for the most part, but it was finding our way on our own in Copenhagen, trying to read those signs. It, it wasn't it did not work out well. I didn't think take that into consideration, but everyone spoke English. That was not the problem. It was we couldn't read those words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, story. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. Mm. I like that they went with the put it on an island like scenario for this <laughs> one. <laughs> Where they're like, what should we do with this one? And we're like, let's put them on an island. I like that. <laughs> so I, li- I do like the fact that it didn't, they didn't go back to the hometown. That may have been old and already done and boring. You know, so I like, I like they moved the setting. It needs to ramp it up, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the callback again. I like, you know, I like Ben coming back instead of it being somebody else. 
pretending mm-hmm. to be Ben or, or just somebody else entirely. Um, so I like that, too, a lot about the story. It makes me happy. The sun yeah. part was cheesy, but whatever. The, oh, the sun part was super cheesy. Like, what? <laughs> Come on. That's something I'll see in Passions or something. Like, yeah, right. it was super <laughs> hokey. Um, I could have done with a better um, plot device on that than the sun, but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost, um, it, it, it was just one of those things where it was, like, not surprising at all, where you're like, yeah. that's okay, like, yeah, <laughs> it's the yep. sun, okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Alrighty. Overall movie rating. You know, I'm I'm really thankful that I've not had any first-hand experience <laughs> on what it feels like to have something mysterious and gross like sprayed on you from your shower drain i'm glad i don't have first-hand experience <laughs> i don't uh, even Chad, know right? who that is oh, okay yeah yeah Chad. which is okay. great because clark's here with us right now so that's yeah. perfect <laughs> i was trying to figure it out to sound like okay, okay i know i was like okay, wait okay, okay. <laughs> i know it was something clark was here for but i couldn't remember yeah yep <laughs> And that was it. I remember that story. You too. <laughs> okay. Um, guest of honor, Clark. What is yours? My rating's probably going to be um, viewed as somewhat high for most people, just because I think I gave the original I know does more a ten, if I'm not mistaken. Like I just connected with that movie. I love it. I love it more than Scream, and that's sacrilegious to most people. <laughs> um. So this one gets higher just based off of the fact that I love the first one so much and this is a companion piece and it's pretty on par. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to give it an eight and an ambiguous letter that makes me question all the bad things I did the previous year. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh. Jamie. Well, I'm not that far off from you. Um, I gave it a solid seven. I don't get to add anything fun onto it this time, but I gave it a solid seven. I know I rated um, the first one pretty high to you. It was either a nine or a 10 for me, I think. Yeah. But I love the first one. Like, I literally, like, usually I put on the second one when I want to watch the first one, but I watched the first one too recently. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move on to part two because I just watched the first one again not too long ago. So I yeah. give it a seven. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little bit lower than you guys. Not too much, though. I'm giving this one, you know, a six and a creepy resort in off season. So almost a seven. Not yeah. quite there yet. Though. I was going to say, that's almost a the seven. Pretty whole close. resort. Resort's <laughs> you know? a pretty big thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, could throw in a dryer corpse in there, too, uh, for good measure. <laughs> Girl. that's like a seven and a quarter now <laughs> we haven't seen a dryer yeah. corpse since my bloody valentine i know <laughs> thank you <laughs> yes so yeah i'm doing a i'm doing a, a six but almost a seven um i don't remember what i gave the original i have no idea but um yes this one is closer to a five than a ten for me Alrighty, I got fun facts. If you see anything funny, call me. Anything funny like what? I don't know. 
again, this all came from the internet. Some of it was questionable, so I apologize. Um, well, this I know is true, though. This was filmed at an abandoned resort. The resort was not open. It's still not open to this day, but it still exists there. Okay. So I looked Jalisco, it up online. Mexico, yeah. right? Or something like that? Right. Oh, and I okay. did look, I looked it up online. It's, it's uh, for sale currently but it's not being sold off as a resort or a hotel it's being sold off as a really huge home so the property the private beach and the you know they're like it has like 10 pools and blah 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 you know it's basically as is but it they're selling it as a home not as commercial property so Fancy. I would I never imagine buying a resort as like my home. Like if I was I buying a resort, it'd be because I'm in the market for a resort. You know right. what I mean? You're trying to start your business. Yeah. It would um, be like, I need 10 pools for my home. Right. Right. Yeah. I would turn it into a bed and breakfast, you know, little cute little bed and breakfast, you know. Um, but and it, no, would be it themed. was like, yes. I know what you did last summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was uh, abandoned when they filmed there. So it had already been closed for a long time. So I thought that was really interesting, too. Um, but yeah. Alrighty. So uh, this one I question, but I wanted to be true. Henry Thomas auditioned for the role of Will Benson. I would feel like okay. he'd be older, wouldn't he? I mean, I think so too. Maybe, but I mean, this was 20. 20- four years ago right so, i mean this wasn't true. made yesterday wow. you know and they so. are definitely in the, the mood for 30 year olds playing teenagers <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah definitely right it was like the preferred um, way to do it <laughs> now i i know in my demented mind i think 1998 was only 10 years ago but it was and it was closer to 25 right mm-hmm. um so due to scheduling conflicts with dawson's creek the faculty halloween age 20 and teaching Mrs. Tingle that prevented Kevin Williamson from writing the screenplay. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm yep. sure he probably would have wanted to anyways. <laughs> like, Maybe. I think he only wrote the first one as, like, a try to get money, and then, like, he did Scream sure. and got successful. Right, right. Now, I don't know if this is fact, but I have Black actress friends who have had this happen to, they say the character of Carla was intended for a white girl and then Brandy auditioned and got it. I mean, that happened with Toy Newkirk for her role on 90210. Okay. The the description was, you know, what everyone else was looking like, blonde in Beverly Hills. She auditioned. She got it. You know. I I can see that just for the fact that Brandy was such a huge name at that moment. Oh, yeah. Do you remember there was an MTV show called, I think it was Fanatic? Where yes. people would be like, oh, obsessed. yeah. Was it Fanatic or was the one where they get to meet the celebrity because they're like obsessed with them? I kind of remember that. I remember them saying specifically that they had to do a two parter with Brandy because she had the most, like, people wanting to meet her out of everyone. And that was around that time that this was filmed. So I could definitely see, like, if she auditioned, they're like, oh, hell yeah, let's get Brandy in here. <laughs> right. She wants oh, to do yeah. it and she's not terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely sure it was a selling point for sure because she, yeah, this was a peak time for Brandy. Like it she really was, was, she was flourishing like big time, right? Um, 
in the script, Nancy's character description is Nancy looks like Jennifer Esposito. <laughs> <laughs> well, that worked um, out. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I've had that happen to a lot of my friends. They're like, we're looking for a Jennifer Esposito type. And then that script will come across their desk and they're like, hello, I'm right here. But a lot of times, like, luckily Jennifer was the proper age. A lot of times when they say that, they mean, you know, a Jennifer Esposito type, except 20 years ago, you know, <laughs> when they've already aged out of the role. Um... Let's see, I already talked about that. And, oh, God, that's all I have. Because everything else I had, I already threw in. I have a couple. Yeah. Um, Carla, so Brandy, uh, Mm -hmm. was actually supposed to die in it. And she was supposed to die the way Nancy did. So they kind of swamped that. And then um, I heard in a couple of different things that Freddie Prince Jr. was so embarrassed of this movie um, because, like, the critics just tore it to shreds. That he's never actually watched it. <laughs> wow. Yep. I don't know, though. I have a lot of actor friends. They have never seen anything they've ever done, ever. Like, really? they go to the premiere and they walk out. They don't go. They don't stay. Charlie Schlatter is one of them, Jamie. He says he's never okay. seen or heard, like, like, listen to his music, anything he's ever done. He just wow. he won't. He can't. He won't. I'm um, not that kind of person. I've listened to every episode I've been on, like, twice. <laughs> <laughs> I always listen. Yeah, I have to. I have to. Sometimes I have to let it breathe for a while uh, before I can listen. I I do have to listen to it now just to make sure everything is perfect before I put it out. But um, before I was doing that, I was letting two months worth of episodes pile up, and then I'd listen to them all in like a week um, because I just I didn't want to uh, listen to myself, but. I get it though because like I'd watch things I've done on stage or whatever and it's just cringe worthy. Uh so I get it, but yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry, Clark. No, I think that was it. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I actually no, had I a did. whole page and then I accidentally deleted it, so I'm just like now I'm trying to remember, but you covered most of them. Okay. Right. Yeah. Some of the stuff I read it really sounded false, so I didn't even bring it up. I'm like, uh hmm. I don't think so. Um, okay. It is shout out time. <laughs> okay. First, of course, must shout out guest of honor and Arts Clark. Yay! What are you, an artist or something? She's a rebel. Sometimes. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, cute. Clark, we love you. We love Thank you. We love you. your work. Yes. Um, super pumped for your Mortal Kombat inspired designs that are now up um, on our store frontier page. Dolls of Horror originals from Clark. They're all beautiful. Yeah. And I love them. Love them. I want to buy the whole set. I'm actually mm-hmm. like planning on buying at least a couple of them pretty soon because I really want to start rocking them. <laughs> as soon as I get out of escrow, mm-hmm. I plan on buying mine too. But like, yeah, my funds are kind of tied at the moment. <laughs> yep. Understandable. That's a really big investment for sure. I'm so happy right. for you though. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah, yeah. You know, he's already sold some. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's already sold some. I gave him his first um his first payment on that. His first cut. Uh, his first cut <laughs> on that. Uh, you know, because I uh, obviously this is Clark's 
project, but we're just mm-hmm. helping out. I, I, of course, he gets all the monies um, from anything he sells. But yeah, how many did you sell? You sold like three, four? Yeah, I think three or something like that. Which Hi. I'm, I'm super appreciative. You know, it's amazing. Um, it's great. The fact that anybody wants to put my stuff on their chest is pretty outstanding to me. <laughs> I still, part of me still really, I part of me still really wants to get a Clark tattoo. Like, it's been a while since I've gotten a tattoo, but like, you're Helen, like, since she's like a favorite character of mine, I'm so tempted. I just, I have to decide where, what the real estate is of my body that I would do it. <laughs> I don't think that I sold any, I know no you did list summer ones yet by the way if people are listening i we do me and summer take requests and we can't mm-hmm. alter them however need be i've made a few that you might see that are kind of random on there but yeah. helen seems to be one of my more popular people that i've done yeah it's really um, good thank you <laughs> well, thank you yeah no yeah clark has um a wizard master one up there with, with him alone um and a Paris Hilton one a yeah. Paris Hilton one with her alone up there so yeah so he does take uh requests um and he'll alter the image and we'll just put that one up there and you guys can can get that as shirt if you want just let him or us know and we'll try to make it happen for you for sure yeah but besides that I've been busy uh no, just with work alone but like also like I just did a commission for a stranger things picture mm-hmm. which turned out pretty fun uh um, I liked it so yeah, I don't yeah. only do horror, I do other stuff too adjacent as well. <laughs> yeah. You're just a talented artist all around though. Like we're so honored to have you in our lives and on our show. It's Aw, true. Tanky, tanky. And I have to say, I'm like I'm commissioning Clark for a logo for me and it is looking so cool. And it's been a really fun process, like working with you on it. And um, you take like the idea that I kind of had in my head and like actually make it happen where I was like, oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what you like your final details, because yeah, with like how I'm doing with her, like we add things, take things out all the time and mm-hmm. she just kind of sees what she likes the best. Yeah, yeah. it's been an awesome yeah. process. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamie sent me some of the ideas. Uh, the drafts that was sent to her asking my opinion and basically my consensus is with each new one you send me it's going to be my new favorite probably <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it is it is can't help it i can't help it they're all so great it's anyway true, clark you're a genius you're magic and we love you and thank you for yeah. always coming back to play with us and always creating some really great pieces for us too totally thank you and i also yeah. i'll have a shout out to you when you're done with yours for sure. Um, next, we must shout out our Patreons, John, Daryl, and Mike. And there was much rejoicing. Another group of guys that we love so much. And thank you guys for uh, always supporting us and wearing our merch. Mike just tagged us on a picture on Facebook today. Aww. He's wearing our shirt today. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. We love you boys so much. Definitely. Yeah. Also, we must shout out author David O'Hanlon and his calls of horror novel. Tell me a story. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me a story, David. I want to know what happens to the dolls of horror. I'm I'm impatiently waiting, David. (laughs) I am. am Patiently waiting. (laughs) And Clark, you're going to be doing the cover art for that book, aren't you? Hence why I'm impatiently waiting. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I know. know. Yeah. And, um, I mean, 
next we got a shout out of course our awesome listeners um who we get to see at conventions and talk to online and we love you guys you're the best you are oh, so fun can we get some horror and some cheers for them jesse and there was much rejoicing <laughs> yeah remix <laughs> you, you want the really big one i can give you the really big one yeah okay yes. yeah yeah Our listeners deserve <laughs> all of that. The really big one. <laughs> yep. We love you guys. We do. It's true. And um, that's all I have. Who did you have, Clark? Well, I want to mention a podcast that I've actually been kind of obsessed with at the moment. Um, and they've actually supported my artwork for the most part, too. So I appreciate that. But they are called The Horror Fried Podcast. And they actually do something very similar to you guys. Um, they discuss more of the aspects they like and what doesn't work instead of just going on a replay yeah. of the entire movie, you know? Right. But one thing they do differently that I'm just like obsessed with is it's like a almost like a table read. They get like oh, yeah. a portion of the movie and they reenact it <laughs> <How fun. laughs> as if like they're the actors, you know, and it's just some goofiness and um I I recommend them. I think they're great. I'll definitely All right, check I that wait. out. That sounds fun. Can't yeah. wait. Woo! Um, and it's great they support you too in your art. I mean, yes, we got to support people who support definitely. our people, right? Yeah, definitely. artists supporting artists, different facets, but we're all there. 100%. One of theirs does like a cross stitching too, and which is great. So that's really fun. <laughs> I love the cross stitching stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Next, we got a shout out and talk to producer Jesse. Hey, boo. Hello. I'm also. Hey. <laughs> I'm also uh, in, about to uh, commission a drawing from Clark, so he's in, definitely in high demand, folks. So absolutely, uh, get your requests in there and worth every penny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and um, I was looking this up while you were talking, so I didn't um, have it at the ready at the time when you were talking about it. But just to put your mind at ease, Summer. Uh, the capital city of Brasilia was a planned city developed by uh, Lucio Costa, Oscar Niemeyer, and Joaquim Cardozo in 1956 in a scheme to move the capital from Rio de Janeiro to a more central location. For 200 years, it was the capital of Brazil until Brasilia was founded in 1960. So there you go. Oh, so wow. they're just a little oh, off. I <laughs> was too bad. A I couple hundred little... years. <laughs> no, no, but I said in the, until like the 60s or something, so... That's when it changed over. So yeah, you're yeah, pretty much close. you're pretty that's much right on the money. Yeah, not not yeah. bad at all. And also, Clark, I wanted to share one uh, anecdote um, when you're talking about your apprehension to uh, traveling with uh, the language barrier. So I was in Paris. I was in I was studying abroad in Austria, and I was in Paris on summer break or on winter break with uh, with a friend who. Um, so we're so we're there as like, you know, German as a second language students. And we're in Paris at this like, you know, tourist travel board or whatever. And we're in line or whatever. And he, this this guy, he's probably in his late 20s, early 30s. And he's given out all of this um, advice or, or, you know, all 
like a concierge would to the person in front of us. And he's speaking in French and he's he's got a very elegant accent. He's speaking very clearly and enunciating. And then we go up there and he starts speaking to us in French. And then um, then he looks at us and then he's like, oh, like 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 without missing a beat. He's like, oh, sorry, would this be easier for you in English? And he and, he, and then and so then Nick goes, yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, English is fine or German is fine, too. And then without skipping another beat, he just just jumps into German and just talks like so. It's, he's just like, oh, what language you got? I, I, I got them all like so. <laughs> so he was just he was totally ready to cater to anything, any kind of communication issue that like he was about to be presented with. Yep. So. My point yep. is, is that don't let that be the only thing, like the thing that's keeping you from seeing amazing parts of this world, because people will absolutely, if you're, if you come with a humble approach and you are genuinely making an effort with this, like, look, that's like saying like, look, I don't know the language I'm trying. Can you help me out? Nine times out of 10, people are absolutely accommodating and responsive to that. And it's like, they, they, they want to know that you're, that you care enough to try as opposed to like being fluent in the language in question. Cause I don't speak a lick of French, but I spent like five nights in uh, Paris and I loved it. So yeah. Oh, me neither. When I was in France, they tried to say thank you. And I said, grazie. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Exactly. So, so not far, so not, not far removed from that. Yeah. So yeah, just, yeah, please like. Because I, I always encourage anybody who's ever thinking about traveling, I always tell people like, yeah, no, please travel, see the see other parts of the world because you you're, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't because it's just too much of this amazing world to see. But with that said, I'm really glad that we're able to do this episode, and I'm glad that we're able to. I still know what you did last summer because I remember how corny this movie was the first time I saw it, and then getting to like relive it with like grabbing the lines. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this part. It's been a hot minute since I've seen it though, but um. But again, I wouldn't be able to do it if we didn't have amazing listeners like you out there. So a special thanks to all of you listeners out there for all of your tremendous support. And just to point out that all of our Dolls of Horror goodness can be found at thedollsofhorror.com, including episodes, interviews, merchandise, and more. You can follow us on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror and Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email and want to reach out, say hi, get some feedback, or even some movie suggestions, you can at the Dolls of Horror at yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at the Dolls of Horror, where you can access our entire back catalog, where we have unaired episodes at any given time. And in addition, you'll get a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt in the style of your choice, which you can check out on our website, or simply follow the link in the description. Well played, both of you well played. Not going to break me. Listeners, we're not laughing because Jesse's reading. Um, we're laughing because Clark tries to break Jesse every time he reads that. He There's going to be good something. Today. Something I'm going to do is going to distract him. And if he can pull his attention, he's going to be like, what am I watching? <laughs> I know how to make the whole world blurry when I'm reading things. So it's totally just tune out everything else. It's like, you're not going to break gonna me. It's going to happen. I'm, I am watching. I'm waiting. It's going to be a big moment when it does <laughs> uh... We'll just have to get you on again and, and try again, yeah. I guess. I I force my way in about every two months. That is true. <laughs> I ask you to come back. That's you know. true. Um, I do over and over again. There are certain movies you did have dibs on, like this one was one of them for sure. And last year, of course, was one of them. But there are some where I'm like, hey, Clark, want to record with us this weekend? We're doing this movie, you know. So it's not like 
not like that at all. We want you to come back over and over again. You make it so interesting. Yes. And I mean, you ask really interesting questions of us too, like your then, favorite reveal, you know? And then Summer comes in a van and is like, you want a tattoo? It's buffet. And I say, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, I think that's all I got. Are I'm done. Are you done? I think that's it for me. Until they want to see what we do next summer. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's gonna be. Mm, I'm torn. I'm torn, guys. I'm. I want maybe to continue with part three. Or you want to um, do first zero? <laughs> I've never seen part three. It's not it's worth it. I it's could tell by not, the cover that it probably wasn't. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Just everything about it. I was like, I don't know. It's fine. Mm. But that's it. <laughs> like, just fine. Um, it's as if ABC Family took over, basically. Yeah. yeah. And you wanted to do, like, more of, like, a drama and supernatural uh-huh. kind of aspect of it. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, I have it because I bought the three of them as a box set that came with it. Right? So, I own it. Um, I very rarely watch it, but um, either so either that I'm thinking continue with the I know what you did last summer trilogy since we've already done the first two, or Uncle Sam wants you. <laughs> I really like <laughs> that one. I still need to see that. So <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens next year around this time. It'll be hopefully one of those two. Um, but yeah. Okay, guys. So with that, happy 4th of July. Happy Fisherman's Holiday. I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And this is Clark. And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. I'm giving this one, you know, a six and a creepy resort in off season. Could throw in a dryer corpse in there too, uh, for good measure. <laughs> yeah, so for me, Moshe Cinderella, her music was in its peak when I was in what, sixth and seventh grade? Mo to yeah. the, E to the, Mo to the, E yeah. to the, Moshe. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hit like uh 108 today, no. so it's yeah, yeah, yes. and there's no cool down during the evenings this week, is what right. the weather station said. So that sounds it's delightful. It's probably why Jamie's not wearing any pants, exactly. <laughs> it is, it is. I mean, I love like the, the tenacious D stuff, yeah, I think um, I Orange County, know one of their songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I- you don't always have to fuck yes. her hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Ready pants.
It's ready pants. All right. I don't have. Ah. Ready pantsless. <laughs> ready pantsless. <laughs>